Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And good morning. We're going to help you keep it running. Thanks for the help we get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. Was it uh, snowing at all uh, in your neck of the woods this morning? Maybe maybe a few flurries. The roads are fine, at least around here. The sidewalks outside my house were dry. All right. I was glad to see that when I woke up this morning, actually. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, Dan has been helping us out here, helping you out here on CCO for many years, close to 25, we think. Uh, If you want to ask a question before you bring in your vehicle to your favorite dealer or your favorite shop, you want to find out what might be wrong with it, which, as we've said a, a number of times, it's always good to be armed with more information, not only because you want to know, uh, but the service people at your dealer or your f- favorite shop, that helps them narrow it down, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. yeah. Save some time and money in that regard. 651-989-9226. You can call it in or text in your question. Uh, the text number is 81807 or 651-989-9226. Folks are calling in already. Let's talk a little bit about the, the, the speaking of cold and snow. Uh, why is it, and you've answered this question I know before probably a number of times, why is it that the mileage in uh, the cars I've driven over the years seem to diminish in the cold weather? Well, it's not, a, it's not fiction. It's actual fact. Uh, your mileage <clears throat> does get much worse in the winter. And we actually had a caller call in about this with a pretty good explanation oh. about about uh, how thick all the fluids get in oh, cold true. weather, yeah. and it, which, of course, uh, causes all sorts of resistance. So the engine has to work harder to push the vehicle. The grease in the bearings, if ever you've tried to, to hand put, to manually push a car that's uh, been sitting out in the cold, it's way harder in the winter. I know that because we push them in every day. I bet. It's way harder in the winter than it is in the summer, so that makes a difference. And then... Uh, just the 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 chemistry of making a car run in the cold weather. Um, the vehicle requires more fuel to uh, run smooth in cold weather. With the change of temperature, with the air that's coming into the engine, it needs more fuel to mix with it for the car to run properly. So it's 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 actually a fact that uh, that uh, you do get quite a bit, like like maybe twenty percent. Less wow, that's mileage. huge. Yeah, I know it is. It's uh and what can you do about it? Really nothing. It's uh you know the part of it comes with the territory. Well, there's nothing you can do about that part. The the part that you can do something about is driving habits. You know, we have a tendency to let our cars warm up when they're yeah. in the winter. If you if you want better mileage, you know, the shorter time you let it warm up, the better mileage you're gonna get because just it's just sitting there idling is uh is of course a total waste of fuel. Um but I understand it's good for the car and good for your body, especially to let warm. Uh, I would assume that uh, a proper oil changes help too. Well, all of that, yeah. you know, maintenance uh, fluids makes a big difference yeah. too. That uh, that your car is properly tuned up for the winter, you'll yeah. get you'll get better mileage. And you know, on the way in, you were talking about fuel injector cleaners and and a few things like that. And you know, we don't highly endorse <clears throat> endorse that stuff because I'm kind of an 
an OE sort of guy that uh, and and like to do things the way that the manufacturer engineered them. But mm-hmm. uh, fuel injector cleaners and things like that do make quite a, quite a difference. Uh, and you you were wondering if it's just in your head or if yeah. it's a fact. But uh, you know it it very very well could be a fact if the fuel injectors are allowed to to give the the cone shaped pattern that they're built for. It makes a difference with how the fuel mixes with the air and how the combustion happens. And, you know, you think, well, that can't make much difference. And, and you know, but a, a whole bunch of little things makes a big difference when it comes to mileage. How about uh, things like valve cleaners that are added to, the, and specifically, uh, oil? Well, some of the manufacturers recommend that, actually. They do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. So, uh, you know, same thing. Check your manuals. Check yeah, check true. check the uh, check the service bulletins for your car, and and that's where you can find all this sort of information. Or check with your your uh, mechanic or me, and I can help you out with all that stuff too. Good deal. Let's get to the phones, Dan. Uh, Steve in Maple Lake is first uh, up here. Steve, good morning. Uh, what's your question for Dan? Okay, Steve, I'm going to put you back on hold because you're listening to the radio <laughs> and not on the phone. And if you're driving, of course, that's probably a good idea yeah. to, uh, right. to just listen. Uh, Rick in Ham Lake is, is on the horn first uh, off here. Go ahead, Rick. Yes, I'm uh, wondering what to do about uh, mice getting in under the hood of a vehicle. It's a 2012 vehicle. I've been told that uh, there's some sort of soy product in wiring, and that's what they're after, and they just got through an unwarranted expensive repair. Oh, yeah, that is expensive. That, and it, it, unfortunately, it... I'm sure is not covered under warranty and and is expensive. And I actually have have heard some horror stories of trying to get the smell of that uh, out of a vehicle come spring, and uh, and you know the car has to the entire interior has to come out and wow. carpet replaced and and uh, all of that sort of stuff uh, if they do get inside and, and decide to make a home there, um, it it can actually wreck the car. So big deal. And we've heard all sorts of plans, uh, ideas that work. People say uh, juicy fruit gum and um, dryer sheets, mm-hmm. you know, in and around the car. And um, uh, what's an, oh, there's that. There's a product. Bonide makes a product. Mouse uh, magic. Mouse We're going to be talking about that next hour. How are you? Okay. Yeah. Well, mouse magic. That works a lot for a lot of people. It we've does. Had, we've had some unsolicited yeah, comments about right. it. Right. But here's what. Here's uh, I think. Where you should start is get rid of the mice. You know, the, the mice are in your garage for a reason. That's right. You and got bird seed there, something usually like that. Usually it's because there's bird food or dog mm-hmm. food or something that's in your garage. And I think that the best thing we can do is, is uh, get rid of the mice. Uh, we don't want them living in our houses either. That's right. Uh, because they can cause trouble there too. But, uh, but get rid of the mice. And, you know, there's all sorts of uh, things, products on, the, on there. And then... The other thing that we we do often is uh, we'll set actually set traps in the car, mm-hmm. you know, set uh, sticky traps or traps in the back seat or on the Isn't floors or whatever, and and uh, we get them. I mean, it it works. It catches them, but unfortunately, if by the time you catch them, there's may have already been some damage done in the. Uh, in you the and I have talked about this before, and of course, daughter Tina has had issues. Uh, but Tony, who parked his SUV. When he was going to another school out outside a lot, you had, you removed the squirrel's nest yeah. and the wiring. That right. that can really well they like they like to chew on the wires, sure. and, but and they like it because it's warm. Sure, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a home. Great, great place to nest. Yeah. All right, Rick, check your garage and get rid of the mice. 
We'll talk about mouse magic a little bit later. Joe is calling from Egan. Then we have to take a break. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, yes, I, uh, I have a 2012 Chevy Cruze, and all of a sudden we can't get the car to heat up very well. The engine's at kind of full hot, or, I'm, you know, it's warm, but there's still cold air blowing out. And I was curious if it's electronic or is it mechanical? It seems I'm not sure if there's a computer in there. I was looking for advice. On a 2012, it probably is electronic. The blend doors are probably uh, run by little servo motors. Um, I wonder if the the engine truly is warming up to temperature. I think you need to get a little help checking this because if the te- if the engine temperature is just ten or fifteen degrees below uh, normal operating temperature, it makes a big difference with the heat, and that can be enough to where the you know the the heat coming out of the car is not really warm. So it, it would matter if you have any heat at all or if it's completely cold. If it's completely cold, then you probably have a door, one of the blend doors that's not moving properly. And, uh, and you know, there's one, of course, that controls the temperature. And if that's stuck or if the door itself is broken, then it uh, can't block the air off the way it needs to, to to have warm air come through. So you need some help on that. Yeah, I think you'll have to get some help on that. All right, Joe, thank you. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. And keep in mind, Dan's going to be here until just about 745, so don't wait. If you have any kind of a car care question, call it in or text it in this morning. We did get a text. It has nothing to do with cars, Dan, but I wanted to pass this along as we head to this break. It says, good morning, Denny. If you have a chance, would you give a happy birthday wish to Ethel Hade? Okay. Oh. 102 years old today. Ethel. Yeah, bless her. Bless she lives, she lives awesome. alone in a condo in Robbinsdale, enjoys playing cards, and she is almost unbeatable at cribbage. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. Happy birthday, Ethel. And if you know Ethel Hade, you give her a call and wish her a happy birthday from uh, all of us here at CCO. All right? Overcast 22 degrees here on 830 WCCO. We're heading not much warmer, 25 today, partly sunny skies. Thanksgiving looks pretty good. Uh, mostly sunny skies right now. The predictive for Thanksgiving highs near 43. Again on CCO 22. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns, ASE certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive, which is located on beautiful Grand Avenue. Where, though? It's right in the heart of Grand Avenue, I like to say, right at 982 Grand Avenue, which is between Lexington and Victoria. And we're starting to get decorated for the holidays. So uh, come on over and visit Grand Avenue. It's going to be beautiful. Coffee shops, other shops. Yeah, food, all, all sorts, all of, sorts things of things. To things. Do. Yeah, 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 it's a great, it's we, a great. You, you know, we have a very small waiting room on purpose at Lloyd's Automotive because so there's people, way better places to go sit and wait. There are for your car. Yeah, and so uh, people are. We encourage people to do that. It's more room for your vehicle rather than your body. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, you can find us on the on the web, of course, at Lloyd's Automotive L L O Y D S Lloyd's Automotive dot net, or give us a call. Uh, Nick will be there this morning at six five one two two eight. One three one six. Very good. And you can call uh, Dan in this morning. Keep in mind, he's only going to be here for about another 15, 18 minutes or so. So ask your car care questions now rather than later. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Let's go to Marine on St. Croix. I think Andy is there. Andy, good morning. Hi. How are you guys doing? We're doing great here. What's uh, What's yeah. the issue with your vehicle? Okay. I bought a 1990 Cutlass Sierra, 
and it's it's got 66,000 miles on it. That thing is just absolutely mint. So I got a couple questions though, because the uh, the the first one is the windshield wipers are timed with the windshield washer to you know spray and then wipe, spray, wipe. How is that timing determined? Is there a circuit board somewhere? Uh, on a ninety, on a nineteen ninety, it it could be mechanical. The, okay. the built into the built into the wiper motor is the park uh, positioning of it, and when it sees the off position, the motor will reverse and then and then uh, end up landing in that park position. So that, that but it's uh, it's probably mechanical. Is there a circuit board? There probably is. Obviously, there needs to be something electronic or electric that's controlling it. Yeah. But, the, but the actual yeah, parking exactly. mechanism is is a mechanical. Okay. So the next one um, is: Should I flush the transmission? Um, like I say, it's got sixty six on it. It's um, the it's cherry red. It smells good. I don't know if it's ever been flushed or not. Or should I stay away from that? Well, there's no reason not to do it. Um, if you don't, if you don't know the history or anything like that, there's, you don't need to be afraid of it. You know, I, I think that, uh, on an, what they would say on an older car is if it's, uh, if it's working, leave it alone. And that's maybe not, not bad advice if there's no reason to flush it. Um, and if it looks clean, but, but I think that the truth is, you know, changing the fluid is really not going to have any adverse effect on the transmission. So if it makes you feel better, you should do it. I, I've just heard the you know the flush of death, but that's you know, usually on real high mileage yeah. vehicles. I've uh, actually heard that, but I've never really seen it. I mean, I yeah, think if I, if I, somebody oh does it, if somebody does yeah. it, they're doing it because they are already having transmission problems. That's why they're trying to flush it, and flushing the transmission at that point might make it worse. And I would agree with that. But uh, but if you're not having any trouble, I think uh, clean fluid is always better. Uh, before we take a bottom-of-the-hour break, I want to grab a text or so if we uh, can. Let's see. Uh, hi, guys. It says, I just had an alignment performed on my 7-year-old Camry. The check was free, but the shop charged for a four-wheel alignment. Are all alignment shops the same, or is it dependent on the technician? Would the results vary from shop to shop? Well, <laughs> a free alignment check is... A tricky deal because I can't I can't bring your car in my shop and put it on my alignment rack and and you know hook all of the equipment up. I mean that's a half hour process okay. or more. So that that process would not be free. I think oftentimes when they say that we'll do a free alignment check, we'll take your car on a test drive, see if it goes straight down the road, uh-huh. if it doesn't pull, uh, we'll bring the car in, we'll inspect for any worn parts. Uh, you know, which is anybody will do that for free. We're looking work. Sure. Um, and then, uh, and then what, look at the tire wear. And if all of that stuff, if it, the front end is tight, if it goes straight down the road and if the tires are not wearing funny, uh, chances are the alignment's just fine anyway. So, all right. uh, some people like me, I want to put my car on the rack and have it aligned, uh, with the machine and Properly. see what it's doing. But, but if you, we're actually going to do that, you need to expect to pay for that. <laughs> as we head, head to the break, I'm just reading a text, Dan. It says, uh, as far as the mice yes. question, mm-hmm. I have a detached garage and two Corvettes. 
The mice don't like moderate to loud country music on the radio. Never turn the radio off. Always on music bothers them. It might be. <laughs> well, and noise. I suppose just noise in general. Maybe so. Like, yeah. sure. All right. 22 degrees. A look at that forecast is coming up here on CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with our pal uh, Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, we've got, we have callers, we have texters, and uh, let's see how many folks we can help out here, as many as we can, who has been waiting the longest. Okay, Lori is uh, up first. Hi, Lori and Egan. What's your question? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Good morning. Good morning. I had a 2004 Toyota Highlander, and now I have a 2015 and whenever it gets cold, the tire pressure light comes on and just stays on. So I take it in, and they can't find anything wrong, and the tire pressure is not low. Is that just a glitch in the car? Well, on many cars, the, the uh, if you look in your owner's manual, you'll find that there's a reset button uh, to recalibrate um, where the vehicle wants the air pressure. And I think on that toy- that newer Toyota Highlander, you'll find that there is a button that you need to push to reset that. If you, the reason that the uh, in the cold weather is air pressure has a tendency to go down a little bit in cold weather. So if you recalibrate it uh, on a cold day when you have just filled up the tires, that should take care of the problem. The light should quit coming on, and uh, it should be just fine. Okay, all right. Good luck, Lori. Thanks oh, for hanging. I, out. Yes. One more thing. Oh, on sure. That. Check the spare tire. Oh, Oftentimes, yes. cars have uh, five sensors, and if it has five sensors, uh, and, and because sometimes the, t- the spare tire is kind of hard to get to, people don't air it up like they do. We've the rest talked of the about tires. that in yeah. years past. So That's check your right. spare yeah, tire. Yeah, Lori, check your spare tire as well. All right, Carol in Minneapolis is next after Lori. Hi, Carol. Hi. How can I do for you? Well, I um, have a 16 um, Nissan Rogue. And last Saturday I had it in because it, I had a little tire, which it turned out had a nail in it. This week, um, started making a little bit of a sound, and and um, as of last evening, the sound it sounds like somebody knocking on the door, coming from the back, and this knocking comes when I apply the brakes, and. Uh, as it gets down below 20 miles an hour, the knocking kind of fades away. But any time I'm driving and then I apply the brakes, I get this knocking sound. You know, take take and it. Go ahead. It seems to be, and I, you know, it's kind of hard to judge, but it seems like it's coming from the same side that the tire was repaired. Yeah. Well, that's what I was exactly what I was going to suggest. Uh, take it back where you had the tire repaired and ask them to go for a ride with you. Show them what it's doing. And I think what you might find is that when they had the tire off, sometimes the when they take the lug nuts off and they're they're removing the tire from the car, the tire will drop down and hit the backing plate of the brakes and bend it a little bit. And so maybe that backing plate is just rubbing a little bit. But at any rate... I'm sure that it's a quick fix. It probably is related to um, what they did when they repaired the tire, and it's and it's probably a really simple fix. And in fact, uh, they want to see the car. They want you to bring it back because if 
if something's going on, if, say, for example, they didn't get the uh, lug nuts tight or something like that, they yeah. want to see it before any damage gets done. So well, bring it back. Take it back today. You should, you should get that checked today. Very good. Texter says a 2009 expedition fishtails on icy roads while in four-wheel drive and accelerating. What causes this? I think some people think that a four-wheel drive vehicle doesn't slip on ice. Well, no. Well, on a pickup truck, four-wheel drive, you can lock out each of, each of the four wheels. But the truth is, uh, on any car, if w- one of the two rear wheels is on ice, that tire will spin yep. and the other one will not. Now, on a four-wheel drive, you have that happening on both front and the rear, so you have at least two tires pulling uh, at all times. But if one tire's on ice, it will it will spin out like yeah. that. And so uh, beware. Well, Be yes. careful. Yes. Right. Uh, here's a texter that says that they have a 99 Ford Ranger XLT 4x4. I was wondering if stop leak for the power steering would work or if I should just replace the pump. Uh you could try it. I mean, it's a it's a it's a cheap effort, and yeah. and uh, next time it gets low, fill it up with a little bit of of uh, power steering stop leak. See if it softens up the seal and slows down the leak. But if it, if the leak indeed is coming from the pump, I think at the end of the day you're probably going to end up replacing the, the pump, pump anyway. Sure. Yeah. John is on a cell phone with a question for you. Go ahead, John. Dan's listening. Morning. Morning. I, I have a 2003 Chevy 2500 HD pickup truck. Mm-hmm. has uh, 287,000 miles on it. Great running truck. Uh, for the last couple of years, I've noticed the speedometer, anytime the temperature goes below 10 degrees, uh, the speedometer sticks, especially when coming to a stop. It's uh, When you're at a dead stop, it'll stay 10 to 20 miles an hour still. Uh, as it warms up, then the problem goes away. Is that a problem with the instrument cluster, or is that the cable drive that goes down to, I do believe it's the wheels, so yeah. that's where it picks up its sensing? It's probably not a cable drive anymore uh, anyway. It's probably electronically controlled, but that speedometer motor inside the the uh, dash is uh, a little electric motor, and they yes, they do have a tendency to fail. So I'm sure that the problem is in the speedometer head itself and the dash will need to come apart. You can send that in. They can be repaired and then reinstalled. Okay. Thank you, John. Time for one more call. Alan is calling from New Ulm with a question. Go ahead, Alan. Yes, uh, I have a 2005 uh, Subaru Outback uh, with uh, three ways to uh, drive it. And if I park it outside in the cold weather and when I first started up, uh, in automatic, it I get a clunk, uh, and after I drive it a little little time, well, then it goes away. But if I park it inside where it's warmer and I and it doesn't do that, um, I and the, yeah, I, I'm just yeah. questioning as to what the transmission matter might be. Well, it's not necessarily the transmission. It could be anywhere in the drivetrain, the transmission, the drive axles, the front or rear differential. It could be anywhere. So first thing I would recommend is bring it in and have all of that stuff checked to be sure that it's tight and and safe. Um, and as far as the, the, it being temperature-related, anytime you bring your car into the shop, that's one of the first questions we'll ask you is, does it happen when it's cold? Does it happen when it's warm? Because... Uh, cars act very, very different under 
different temperature conditions. So the fact that it only does it when it's warm doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't give me too much of a clue with regards to a clunk as to what it would be. But that being said, if you uh, left the car parked at my shop overnight and I could hear it in the morning or anybody uh, could hear it in the morning when it does it, uh, somebody would uh, probably be very quickly be able to tell you what that is. So my recommendation would be a professional ear. All right. We have to run, Dan. I'm going to be printing out some of the texters that did not get answered, and we'll open up the show with those next week. That sounds think? great. All right. Have a good week. How do we get in touch with Lloyd's? You can come on over. We're at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We're on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, Dan. Thank you. You See too. You. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.